Would you rather be a little too hot or a little too cold? Oh, that's easy. I'd much rather be hot. It's uh, Everybody says, oh, I'd rather be cold because you can put on more clothes, but no, cold is painful. No. this episode, I was joined by Kyle. Kyle was a real motivational type of person to talk to, so it was a lot of fun to hear his answers and to kind of feel that motivation come through on our call. He also has a lot of really cool ideas of what it means to be a leader in today's world and how that's been changing over time. So please enjoy the conversation with Kyle. A note on sound quality, he sounds fantastic. I sound a bit muddy due to some bandwidth issues um, on on the call, but Bear with it. There's a lot of great stuff here. Uh, please enjoy, Kyle. First of all, thanks for joining me. Um, I know sometimes it's kind of hard to make time in the middle of the day. Things can be crazy, but I appreciate you coming on. So before I start asking kind of our, all the fun questions, just why don't you give me a little bit of an introduction about uh, who you are and um, you know kind of what you're up to. Uh, appreciate you having me. Um, I'm Kyle. I'm 36. And I am the operations uh, manager for a fulfillment warehouse here in town, uh, similar to, to Amazon uh, or Jet. We take orders from our clients and we fulfill them. And uh, I'm basically the one that gets blamed when uh, stuff goes wrong. <laughs> um, do you, do you at least get the credit when it all is going right, or does nobody really notice? They only notice when it goes wrong. Yeah, it, they tend to only notice when it goes wrong. But when when things do go right, I, I do have to give credit to to my team. I've, I've got a phenomenal uh, group of employees that report to me that are uh, they're absolute rock stars. So I try and make sure they get as much credit as as they can. Um, I'm also okay. uh, a, a uh, not novice powerlifter, and I'm just starting to get into it. Haven't had my first uh, meet yet. The, my goal is to get to a point where uh, I can somewhat compete uh, decently in a in a drug tested. Uh, Federation meets here probably in the spring or the summer. Uh, I've got a oh, wow. little little ways to go. Um, I've had four knee surgeries, so my squats are, are not where they should be, but everything else I'm fairly competitive at. So I'm just, just starting to get into that. So how did you decide to get into this? Is it something you started doing just for fitness and realized you liked it, or is it something that you've looked at for a longer time and then just finally gave it a go? Uh, growing up in high, growing up in high school and, and even out, uh, fitness had always been kind of an off and on thing for me. Um, really, no consistency. Uh, now I've got a, a daughter and a son and getting older and I realize that as my kids get older and I get older that 
fitness needed to become more important. And as I was going, just having being fit, being strong as, as the goal, it wasn't, I, I was losing motivation. It wasn't something that okay. would uh, carry me through, so to speak. Um, I'm, I'm a type of person where I've got to have a goal, something to work for. And started looking at different things, bodybuilding, powerlifting, um, strongman. And the the strongman, the powerlifting really appealed to me. And it gave me something to uh, to work towards. So it, it actually seems like it's a combination of things. One, it's giving you a goal, something to reach for today. But it sounds like there's a little bit of an element of being an example for your children there. Is that is that fair to say? Um, yeah, yeah. It, my daughter, not so much. She's much more into art, reading, science. Um, I've tried to encourage her to... Uh, to join sports and she's active. She plays outside, rides her bike. She's healthy, but just sports and competition in general aren't in her wheelhouse in any aspect <laughs> whatsoever. Um, the, my son, however, is, is highly, highly competitive um, and almost needs that needs, needs it as an outlet. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. being being an, an example for him, but also at the same time realizing that boys are going to be calling for my daughter and I need to make sure I scare them away properly. <laughs> is that something that's going to be coming soon or are you still a few years off from that? Well, my, my daughter is 10, so it, okay. it, it's coming up sooner than I'd like. And... Uh, and the terror and destruction of a boy is five, uh, and he's so he's going to be starting football here soon, and want him okay. to to be able to have have a healthy outlet. That's great. Um, so you mentioned you are. Uh, do you say a manager at the warehouse? Um, yes. Is that right? Well, okay. And so is. Is leading something you seek to do, or is it something you do because you're good at it? Do you enjoy it? How do you feel about being in a leadership position? Uh, I I do enjoy it because I get to uh, positively influence people um, and set an example for how... Something I tell my employees is I will I will never do anything unethical or illegal. I will never do anything detrimental to the company. I will never do anything detrimental to my employees. And I want too many times management, leadership in a company, uh, it has the, the reputation, the stereotype of, of being exceptionally self-centered, um, unknowing, ignorant. Uh, it's, you know, the man out for the little guy. All these bad connotations that come with management and leadership. And I really want to show that that's not the case, um, at least 
at least not for me. Um, and so I, I enjoy being able to positively influence people uh, and their lives. Uh, but I'm also, I've, I've got a talent for it. I've got a knack for it. Um, my father was the COO of the natural gas company. And I learned a lot from him as well. So it's something that I'm good at, something that I enjoy, and something I get paid for. So, you know, those are the, the three key aspects to finding your career. I've, I've been, right. I've been blessed, blessed to nail it. So you mentioned you're 36. You're in a, in a leadership position. And what's kind of happening with a lot of people in this age range, especially that are ascending to leadership, seems there has to be a lot of change on kind of old attitudes, old approaches, um, not only for, you know, dealing with the younger people coming up who don't like those old styles of management, but just the world is changing so quickly. Um, and it seems like we're in this adapt or disappear type of um, situation. Uh, when you look out, kind of like I said, mention your age at 36, you're probably old enough to remember when things were very different um, than they are now, and it hasn't been that long. It has been rapid change. But when you look out, what are some of the things you see out there changing? And this can be business, this can be society, this can be whatever you want to apply it to. But what are some of the things you see changing that encourage you and some of the things that maybe discourage you a little bit? Uh, being 36, I'm blessed with, yeah, being – I'm not a millennial, <laughs> but I'm, I'm <laughs> not – uh, the, that old school uh, mentality. I, I grew up with that, um, right? But it, it's. I think being the age uh, generation that I am, I'm lucky to, to be able to kind of blend that and help the company transition. Um, something that we're going to be doing. My warehouse is turning. Uh, specifically uh, my warehouse into more of an R&D technology-based uh, warehousing approach where we test out the newest and greatest technology, you know, robots doing put-away, robots doing picking, voice-activated stuff. It's We really want to be forward-thinking on, on the technology aspect. I'm one of the youngest uh, managers in the entire company, uh, and so I, I feel very blessed to be picked to be able to to help lead this. Uh, but I, I think one of the things that encourages me is that you know there are kids nowadays that do understand work ethic um, and, and understand being being a good person uh, <laughs> and <laughs> you don't aren't completely self-centered um, that that millennial stereotype does not apply to to everybody that age um, I, what discourages me is that unfortunately that stereotype is a stereotype for a reason it does apply to uh, a lot of people out there you know we're they're coming in to the workforce for the first time and they don't realize what hard work is. And when it comes and gets in their face, they're like, no, I don't want anything to do with this. And they, 
to walk off. And I'm like, you know, life's going to be tough for you if you quit everything. So it, it's, yeah, I have, I have yeah. hope, but at the same time, there's times where I just shake my head. <laughs> um, in general, would you consider yourself a hopeful person? Uh, not just for yourself, but just in general? Oh God. Yeah. Um, kind of yeah. using, but back in the, uh, Back in elementary school, I actually won an optimism award um, out of uh, all the, the schools in the city. Uh, I think there was only 20 kids that were picked, and I, I was one of them. Um, always have had a, a very positive, hopeful outlook uh, on everything. And I think you have to to be awesome. you have to to be able to survive. Life life's tough. It's tougher if you're stupid, and it's you, you got to be you got to be positive and optimistic if you, if you want to make it through. Oh, for sure. Um, so I, I I don't mean to make this steer into a more negative tone, but um, just curious, especially when you do have such a good positive outlook on things. Um, fill in the blank on this. It's 2018, and I still, and I can't believe we're still dealing with blank. This could be in society, this could be whatever, however you want to take that. It's 2018, I can't believe we're still dealing with blank. God, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> you can name, you can name a, a couple of them, or a few if you have to, but um, the, the ones that jump to the front of your mind. Not, not to get, not to get political, but um, that's okay. I, I guess that there's two that really kind of jump out, um, and I'll need to to explain why I I go here. Um, it's 2018, and I can't believe we still have to do deal with uh, taxes. <laughs> um, I am <laughs> politically, I'm. A, I guess I align myself more with a what's called a minarchist or, or almost an anarchist view in that I believe people should be free to do what they want. Um, if, you know, you want to be gay and, and marry your, you know, your another guy, you should be free. You want to grow weed, you should be free. You want to own guns, you should be free. You want to go hunting, you should be free. Um, and one of, there's a, a common uh, saying within the, the political spectrum that I tend to align with, and that's taxation is theft. Um, that being forced to pay for things that I don't agree with simply because somebody else wants it. Uh, you know, it's, you're, 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 you're taking money out of my pocket that I could be using to better myself and, and others around me and, and forcibly removing it from me and then giving it to somebody that, I don't want that money going to, and I'm not. Right. I'm not saying welfare programs or whatever. I'm just saying in general. Uh, in general. I'm. Um, yeah. I, I'm former Navy, but I'm very much 
I think we we've spent way too much, you know, time and money over there. So I don't want to see more money spent there. But you know, I there there's a lot of things that I think taxes are. I can't believe we're still having to pay for things that we don't believe in. So if you just to kind of piggyback off that, I know you you said you might have had another thing to mention. We'll get to it, but um, if you feel with less oversight, do you think people are more naturally good, so they're capable of taking care of themselves in a civilized manner? They don't need as much oversight. Is that kind of part of where that stems from? Uh, I believe it's partially that, and I also believe that it's partially um, in a in a truly free market. Uh, the market will take care of itself. Let's say okay. you've got two people that are selling a widget, right? Um, and, sure. and one person builds a high-quality widget, takes care of their employees. Um, it, it, it's, it's reasonably priced, um, maybe a little bit more expensive just to cover the cost of everything. And then you have person B who's selling a widget, that does not take care of their employees, that cuts costs, that um, uses uses cheap parts, um, does things unethically, uh, and it, it's a little bit, you know, it's going to be cheaper. Well, yeah, people are going to initially go for the cheaper, but when they realize that it's a crappier product, that the company is shady, that they don't take care of their people, they are going to quote-unquote vote with their dollar and migrate to the higher quality, slightly more expensive product, and that, therefore the, the cheap, uh, unscrupulous company is going to go out of business. The market will take care of itself. It will encourage good behavior. Sure. Okay, I understand that. And then what was the other thing that you can't believe we're still dealing with? Um, this one may upset some people, um, but let me, <laughs> let me explain why. Um, I can't believe we're still yep. dealing with isms. Um, okay. Feminism, racism, it, it, all these isms that I was raised that everybody's equal. It, it don't matter if you're right. a woman, black, hearing, deaf, white, it don't matter. You're, you're a person, right? You're um, not naturally, physically, there's some things women just, you know, can't physically do. Um, there's some things that men physically can't do. Um, but overall, we're all human. We're all people. We're all equal. And to me, having, you know, Feminism, you know, black pride, um, uh, deaf pride, all these, uh, you know, gay pride, all these things to me promote a mentality that one thing is better than the other when, no, we're all equal. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, woman, man, hearing, deaf, dis disabled, not, black, white, purple, we're all people. Why? Why do we have to say, "Oh, I'm better than than you because I'm X"? 
No, it, it doesn't friggin' matter. Yeah, I understand that. Um, it, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of uh, tough on, on two angles. It's one, it's like, yeah, we have them and they promote it. And on the other side, it's like, uh, it's also disappointing that we have to have them um, to not kind of trample over certain types. It's just, we're doing it wrong at so many different angles. Um, is that something you believe that we'll be able to work out? Eventually. Not at any time soon, eventually. but eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not next next year, but soon. Um, okay, but those are good ones. Uh, so I'm gonna ask you my two standard closers, uh, and the first one is what are the what's something that annoys you in life? And these are the actual little things, not the big picture of um, things like I mean, racism should bother everyone. I'm talking about the little things that you let bug you, um, that maybe you shouldn't let bother you. The small stuff. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, probably being on time. <laughs> uh, be, be, I, I know that's silly, but uh, being, you know, former military, if, if you're on early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Um, yeah. And so many people just don't have that approach, and it bugs me. Uh, and it really shouldn't. Like, it's okay, so you're five, ten minutes late, no big deal. But, but to me, that's, no, I, it's this time, You sh- we agreed, three o'clock, that means three <laughs> o'clock, so. No, I get that for sure. Okay, um, on the flip side, what's something that makes you happy? A simple joy. Um, it's cliche, but love, like, you know, just the love of, of my kids, the the love okay. of uh, the people I'm with, the the want to spend time with me that I want to spend time with. Um, I, I'm <laughs> I'm a big softy. I absolutely love adore Christmas time because love of your neighbor really becomes a focus, um, and, and it's just it's a happy joyful time um to to be with ones you love so it's yeah that love of uh, the people i care about awesome well all right i think we've reached the end here that was fantastic thanks for spending the time to talk with me and um before i go though is there anything that you've got going on that you'd like to mention any special shout outs or um anything like to put out there we'll put um stuff in the show notes as well as far as if you want social media or any of that out there but do you have any personal projects or causes that you want to mention um well first off shout out to to tracy for hooking us up um and she's helping me (laughs) with my uh social media uh which segues into follow me on instagram um it's ki underscore el uh, Man of Steel. Uh, my name's Kyle, but it's spelled K-I-E-L. And for anybody that doesn't know the the legacy of, of Superman, his his name was Cal L and uh, House of L. And he grew up in Kansas, right? Well, I'm originally from Kansas. My name is spelled K-I-E-L um, for Kyle and dark hair, 
fairly muscular build, kind of curly. I have glasses. So I, I really uh, associate strongly with Superman. Uh, so that's, follow me on Instagram uh, and uh, see my goofy-ass faces that I make. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, then. And we'll make sure that those are in the show notes, too, so it's easy for people to find that as well. All right. Well, thanks again. This is great. Thank you. And um, hopefully we can talk again down the line. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Have We Met. If you want to find us online, you can go to our website, which is havewemet.net. You'll find information there on how to apply to come on the show. All you need to do is give us a name and the times in which you're available to record. We'll reach out and work it out with you. You don't need any fancy equipment. Uh, you probably already have everything you need. We'll let you know. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash havewemetshow, or on Instagram, at Have We Met Show. The music from our show is Demons by Will Turpin. That's found on his solo album, Serengeti Drivers. You can get it pretty much anywhere they're selling music online um, or directly from his website, willturpin.com. Oh,